Star Wars 7x7 episode 3486. We are continuing our series of looks at the story mode for Star Wars Squadrons. We are in the main part of the story and this particular episode we're going to cover the second mission that happens which involves a very familiar face to Star Wars fans. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're talking about Star Wars Squadrons and the story mode that you get to play through. We're covering this as part of a series of looks at other Star Wars storytelling, basically video games and comics and novels and virtual reality, like all of the extra stories beyond animation and live action and movies that still comprise our big world of the galaxy far, far away and often involve characters that we are excited about from other mediums as well, or media, I guess I should say. Today we're going to talk about the second mission that you undertake in the main part of the story's campaign. It involves a familiar face, Wedge Antilles. So after you finish the mission that we talked about on yesterday's episode, you come back to the Temperance, which is the Mon Calamari ship that's the head of that particular fleet group. And lo and behold, Wedge is talking to Lyndon Javes in the briefing room. So you find out that he was part of a thing called Talus Group, and Talus Group chased an Imperial Star Destroyer into the upper atmosphere of Yavin Prime. So yeah, now we're going to get to go back to the Yavin system, which of course is a prominent situation, a prominent location in the original Star Wars. Anyway, that Imperial Star Destroyer is also without a functioning hyperdrive, but Talus Group needs reinforcements because the plan is to not just destroy the Star Destroyer, it's actually to seize it intact. And as one of the members of Vanguard Squadron later says, hijack it, you find out that this is actually in service of the still secret, for the moment, Project Starhawk. And one of your co-pilots in Vanguard Squadron, Grace Sinar, the daughter of you know somebody from Sinar Fleet Systems, all the imps, right? Like, says that... You know, there's no need for this kind of secrecy, so there must be something bigger going on about this whole Starhawk thing. And she also says that, hey, these things are often referred to by my bigoted father as the fists of the Empire, but we can take them down. And Wedge, <laughs> for his part, also says in the briefing, like, gee, I made it sound like it's going to be easy to steal an Imperial Star Destroyer, so let's hope that it is. Now, one of the fun things about Star Wars Squadrons is that you get to have not conversations really, it's more like you get to trigger monologues from various characters in between missions. And in this particular case, you get to trigger a monologue from Wedge where he will tell you about how he, like Lyndon Javes, also had been a part of the Empire, that he had been part of this thing called Sky Strike Academy before he defected, and he says that he wishes more of his friends had done the same. I do find that fascinating because, as we talked about in a previous episode, you know, this game is actually a comparatively smaller game to games like, you know, Jedi Fallen Order or Survivor, and the price point certainly indicated that it was like a $20 game as opposed to a $60 or $70 game, but because of that, it almost feels like the game has a bit of an introductory feel to it. So if you're somebody who doesn't know backstory about Wedge, that he used to be with the Empire and that he had defected, then this game is kind of treating itself as an opportunity to give 
fans of the franchise a glimpse into their backstories. The whole Sky Strike story is detailed in episodes of Star Wars Rebels, so you can actually dig into that if you want to, but it is kind of cool that they are touching upon some of this backstory stuff in you know, opportunities like this. Wedge also tells you that normally he would be working with Rogue Squadron to help this Talos group capture the Imperial Star Destroyer, but that General Syndulla has the rogues working on something else entirely. So this is a great name check to General Harris Syndulla, who we also know, of course, from Star Wars Rebels. And I believe she shows up later in the game, if I'm not terribly mistaken, but, you know, we'll find out <laughs> soon enough. He says also that the rogues are, you know, on a confidential mission and that Hera basically keeps the rogues busy. Now, what that confidential mission is, we don't know. This is another one of those situations where Squadrons talks about things that we don't have any other backstory on necessarily. It doesn't connect with, you know, that particular time frame. Although I am expecting a little bit of overlap to occur with the Alphabet Squadron, trilogy by Alexander Freed because, for example, Lyndon Javes shows up in the first novel of the trilogy and it's happening more or less around the same time. And then there are references to Vanguard Squadron in the second novel, Shadowfall. So yeah, I'm hoping for a little bit more, you know, cross-play between the two, but we haven't found that yet. Bit of a digression there, but anyway. So I think that pretty much covers what you need to know from Wedge. And then you also get to talk to Lyndon and the Fleet and intelligence officer Ardo, and they basically just say, hey, you know, Wedge knows that system, the Avon system, better than the Empire ever could, and so if Wedge has any advice, listen to him. So, yeah, but Wedge didn't necessarily have any advice about Yavin in specific, so that's okay. So, you go on the mission, and you're at Yavin Prime, it's just beautiful. Like, the actual visuals of the game are just stunning. So like you're in the upper atmosphere of Yavin Prime and you can see other planets in the system out in the distance. It's just, it's gorgeously done. Now your mission at Yavin Prime is to hijack that Imperial Star Destroyer. It happens by taking out the targeting system and hopefully the turrets if you can and also all the TIE fighters that are defending the Star Destroyer, which, by the way, is stuck in the system having been chased away from a medical frigate by the Talos group, but the Talos group can't quite handle it with all the TIE fighters that are happening. They've taken some heavy damage, and the, tie, the uh, Star Destroyer also has no hyperdrive. That's why it can't necessarily get out of the system and why this opportunity happens. Now, the whole thing, too, about the video game is that, you know, you're just five ships going in with Vanguard Squadron, so maybe it strains credulity a little bit in that regard, like five ships taking on the, you know, whole Star Destroyer defensive situation, not to mention all the TIE fighters that it's spewing out, but hey, you know, gotta go with what they're presenting you. So the goal is to take out the targeting system, take out the turrets, take out the TIE fighters, and then you're supposed to scan the Star Destroyer for a potential place for breaching the hull, which is good fun. So you're basically then providing cover for a bunch of U-wings that'll come in and send troops in to secure the bridge, which once they secure the bridge, then they're gonna slice all the security systems and close the blast doors and trap the crew in various parts of the Star Destroyer so that way they're able to take over the Star Destroyer. And once <laughs> the Talos group leader hears that the plan is to hijack the Star Destroyer. She's like, wait, what? Meanwhile, while the boarding party is getting in and trying to secure the ship, you're supposed to be out there with Vanguard Squadron 
fighting off any reinforcements that show up, which of course they do, including with an Imperial cruiser, and that is a very bad situation. But once you fly in the mission long enough, basically the boarding parties take over the Imperial Star Destroyer, and then the Star Destroyer starts pummeling that cruiser, and so everything works out okay. So you get to successfully return and hear from Wedge that General Sundula is going to be impressed with your performance, which is always a nice thing. Wedge departs with the Talos group because they need to you know, do some repairs and get the heck out of Dodge. And that pretty much covers it for the second mission of Star Wars Squadrons, what you need to know about their plans to capture a Star Destroyer intact for some kind of mysterious use related to this Project Starhawk, which we're going to find out more about in subsequent storytelling within the game and thus subsequent episodes of the show here. So that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast today. If you enjoy the podcast, whether you've enjoyed it for weeks, months, years, or even just today, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your podcast app of choice. If you are using a service that has a subscribe or a follow button here, I hope you will consider joining and getting notified every time new episodes are released and i hope you'll also consider sharing the podcast with fellow star wars fans whether you know them in real life or online via social media the more people that know about this podcast the easier it is to keep it going and it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.